In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to do mental health question and answers. I know we've done some Q&As before, specifically about hypnosis, kind of about therapy specifically, but we're going to talk in general, mental health Q&A, bunch of questions, a bunch of answers, and, uh, you know, as usual, we're going to have fun and, and give away a bunch of stuff. All right. All right, folks, hang in there. Be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. The Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. It's like been forever. No, I know. It's been a few weeks. So long story short, um, I don't remember. I know I was sick last week <laughs> the week before it, yeah i i had a week of a, of a i got really sick over a weekend you, is, and then it somebody, lasted. somebody in your office went on vacation the week before oh that. that's right my yeah. receptionist was off and we were i'm i'm oh boy uh, whoever says receptionists don't do anything oh no <laughs> i i'm i kudos to those people out there working offices and handle phones and they and, are the eyes and ears oh, of your my institution gosh, yeah. so uh, yeah. much much salutes go out to you all um, and the hard work that you do. So yeah, I was buried. Uh, so I was sick one week, I was buried another week. But hey, we're here. We're here and uh, hanging out, doing a podcast. Hey, welcome back. Welcome to the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios. Matt and I, Matt Fox, that's the other voice you hear, Woo-hoo. hanging out, doing a podcast and having a... A cocktail. Uh, what, what, what are we drinking here? I didn't even see what was poured. Oh, that that's Buffalo Trace that's in Buffalo Trace. All yes. right. I have some Buffalo Trace. And, I, and I, got a, I got a new bottle of something here for you as well. Mm. It's at only at 109 proof. Oh, it's cast strength. It's cast strength. I see that. But the fun thing about this bottle yes. is that it's actually, it's called a shoulder dip. Oh, yes. So the wax makers is down. Wax, yes. They actually dip, they dip it further into the wax and it's only on the cast strength bottles that they do that. Oh, oh I didn't, I thought it might've been like a fluke, like no, just a, no, just they, a mist It's dip. like one bottle out of every other case that they do. Oh, nice. Yeah, so All right. If you find one, pick it up. It's actually kind of fun. Good call. Yeah. And and if you want to know more about uh, Makers or Buffalo Trace or any other, uh, check out the uh, Man Cave Happy Hour. Oh, yeah. ManCaveHappyHour.com. We just finished recording. I popped in for a few minutes on their uh, podcast. Check so, it out. It's a bunch of middle-aged guys talking about drinks. Yeah, absolutely. And it's cocktails. a good time. Yep. And, and interviewing people and, and I believe, in the industry. Yeah, it's fun. And check out last episode. I don't know when it drops, but they, they talked about drinks in movies. Yes. Like like yeah. specific movies or characters have yeah, specific like, drinks. Like John Wick is uh-huh. all about the Blantons. Yep. That's what that's yep. in their house. And uh-huh. We talked yep. a little bit about Bond, of course. Yes, we talked, of course. We talked about Casablanca. Yeah. Casablanca, uh-huh. you know, the French 75. Right. We just think, you know. Spirits have been in the movies as long as the movies have been around. Well, and they they become part of the character. I mean, think of yeah. James Bond, shaken, Martini not shaken, not stirred. It, right. It's part of the character. It's yeah. So so yeah. Check out Man Cave Happy Hour. It's fun. They'd be glad to have you. Yes, thank you. Let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check it out. Um, all kinds of good stuff on there. 
My social media, Facebook and YouTube, are both Motor City Hypnotist and on Twitter and the Snapchat at Motor City Hypno, and that is H-Y-P-N-O. Woohoo! And as we do, and, and I'm going to say this, I, I, maybe I should put this on the pre-roll. The pre-roll? So, yeah, we're, we're going to do a pre-roll soon. But <laughs> hey, man. your free hypnosis guide, I say it every episode, and it has been claimed. I'm not going to say, but, you know, considering we're up to episode 214 and probably close to 3,000 downloads. Congratulations, um, by the way. Yeah, it's close. I, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna say anything until we hit three thousand. But it's hey, like like at twenty eight thirty or something. Hey, hey, Dave, you got any more of those pre rolls? <laughs> you gotta get, get a pre roll, man. <laughs> I don't like to do the roll myself. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's crazy. What happened? <laughs> what are you people on dope? Oh, <laughs> uh, so. You know, the socials are there. Go and find them. You yep. have questions, ask. Yeah, just hit me up on social media. I, honestly, on my Facebook page, if somebody pops in, I, I try. I respond to everyone. I do. It might yes, not be do. the same day, but uh, I do respond. Yep. And here's the other thing. And I, and I know I probably haven't said this well. Subscribe to the show. I know some of you might listen, but actually subscribe yeah. because that that shows in our numbers. And and tell your friends about it. Subscribe and and also leave a review. That's another big thing. One of the big things I push when I do shows is like, hey, yeah, thanks for coming to the show, but you know, tell me if you liked it or not. Leave a review. Mm-hmm. That really helps. It helps us get exposure, helps us get more listeners, and it's good for everybody. And, and what I may do is if you leave a review, I'm going to- um, Are you going to send them a free I'm pre-roll? I'm going to do something. I'll, I'll send something free. If you give a review, I'm, I'm going to send something out to you as long as I can identify you, you know. If you're not Jon Snow or somebody like that online, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I'll get in contact. So check it out. Leave a review. Do it. And uh, subscribe. Is it, is it time? It's, it is time. Matt. All right, here we go. That's how winning is done. All right. You know, we do stories about everything. Nice stories, good stories, inspirational, things that make you feel good. This was really a cool story. Okay. Um, It's about a, it's about a boy named, well, he's a man, uh, Christian Bowers, who has Down syndrome. All right. He likes to do normal guy stuff like go bowling and play video games. It says in the story. Okay. And, um, but making friends, it was never, has never been hard for him. Um, until he finished school, he's 24 now. So he finished school a while back. Finished college, uh, high school. Well, it says finished school. I don't know. Okay, I'm just he's guessing. 24. I'm just assuming yeah. college. Um, maybe so. Uh, until he finished school, and he found that um, it's not easy and straightforward to maintain a social life without that structure built in. Sure. Of going out and going to school and being with other people. Okay. Um, Bauer's mother, Donna Herter, watched her son sink further and further into the dumps because he didn't have any friends to visit him or do anything with. Bummer. Yeah. Eventually, Herter put up a post on Facebook asking if any local guys near Rochester, Minnesota, would be interested in coming to hang out with Christian for a couple of hours, for which she was willing to pay $80 in compensation. So mom put up a Facebook post saying, hey, my son wants to hang out with you and I'll pay you for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. My my son has Down syndrome. He uh, he doesn't get out. He's not able to get out and make friends. That, that's he want to come over and hang out. Okay. You know. So she put the story out there. Um. She was a nurse on a night shift, and she put the post up at four a.m. 
before ending her workday and going to sleep. So she was on the night shift, got home, put this post up, went to sleep. Okay. And when she woke up? When she woke up, it had amassed 5,000 views and comments. (laughs) Oh my gosh. 5,000. I was freaking out. My hands were shaking. I was sweating. I was just looking for some local guys. I didn't want to invite like the entire world into our house, she told CBS News. Hello, social media. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Her friends encouraged her to calm down and take a closer look at the comments in which she found parents offering suggestions and others, other numerous people volunteering to help. Okay. She eventually whittled the list down to seven fellows from Wentzville, Minnesota, who visit Christian once a week on a rotating schedule. So like a big brother almost. Yeah. Okay. Herter says her son goes to sleep with a smile on his face now and is excited about life in general and of the future as well. Friendships are important for people born with Down syndrome and associations urge parents to plan for the eventuality of their child exiting school and needing to take a more precise path towards socializing. Right. You know, because they don't again, teach they don't, you enough of that in school. They don't have that locked in structure again of being in school. Christian occasionally de- attends gatherings and groups of other special needs men and women of his age, but craves friendship with the rest of the population as well. That's pretty cool. That you know, because I, I mean, think about it. I mean, if you have Downs and that's in, and it's only activities for people with Down syndrome, it, gets, it limits your population. It limits right. your 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 real experience of the world. Let's sure. say. Not that that's a bad thing. I think those are great things to have that. Um, so his mother said, I've never asked him, but I assume because it kind of makes him feel normal just for an hour or two. Hey, somebody who doesn't have down syndrome wants to hang out with me. He said, one of the seven friends, James Hastings said he felt terrible that Herter had reached the point where she was trying to pay people to visit her son. Mm -hmm. Hastings, who volunteers with special needs folks said hanging out just a few hours to watch a movie or play video games with Christian has changed the way he looks at the world. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's a story. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Mom. So these guys, well, thanks to Mom. And, 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 oh, and, and you know, here's the thing. I know a lot of times I, you know, kind of crap on social media. And it's, <laughs> but, but, but here's an example where it was used for good. Mm-hmm. Like the old Spider Man quote with great, great power, power comes, comes great responsibility. Sure. And, and this is a, an instance where social media did something really cool. Mm-hmm. People reached out. They volunteered, they connected, they left comments, they got involved to do something good. Thanks for that. Honestly, you know, and, and the social media can, is, can be terrible yep. or it can be fantastic. And, and I'm glad to see that it was put to good use for, for Christian Bowers and that, that he has people to hang out with. You know, guys come over and visit and have a good time. Local so it's guys. Just local guys, yep. yeah. So nobody's flying in from- Well, you know what? That's, that's funny that you say that. And you know, Matt, this just made me think. We have mentioned once or twice. We need to reach out to some of these winners uh-huh. to see if we can find them. Because yeah, give them, bring it would them into be the great show. to to talk to them and say, "Hey, you know, if, if I'm going to be in Minnesota for a couple of days, can I come see them?" Yeah, you. I mean, something like that. Yeah. It, I mean, and, and I'm sure other people would do the same thing. I'm so. sure he'd love to come in online on a uh, oh, evening. That would be fantastic. Reach so, out so to we're him. Gonna, say, hey, we're going to reach out about and see what we can find. So love it. Uh, but anyway, a great story, and and hopefully we'll hear more from Christian Bowers. Bring it. All right, folks. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. It is. That, that is that is a great winning story. So, back to it. Boom. 
<laughs> Back to it. So we're talking about mental health questions and answers, Q&A. And I mentioned in the, in the, in the pre-roll or the pre-show um, opening, we've done Q&A on hypnosis. We've done Q&A on therapy specifically. But I wanted to do a, like a broader subject of Q&A about mental health in general. Now, as, as anybody who's listening to this podcast probably knows, and, and you've been aware that especially, I'm going to say over the last 20 years, there's been a real push or emphasis to address mental health needs and mental health issues. I mean, people have, have become more open to it. They've become more accepting of it. Um, and, and I think there's still a percentage of the population who's, who's not quite in tune or doesn't really kind of know what is happening or what's going on. When you say mental health, sometimes people think, oh, the crazy people. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm saying that in all seriousness. No. People think, oh, somebody has a mental health issue. They must be nuts. And that's not the case at all. And here's something, and I probably said this on this. I'm sure I've said it on this podcast before. Every client I meet for the first time, I say this. I say, you know what? Everybody's fucked up. Mm -hmm. Everybody has issues they can deal with. Everybody has things they can talk about and improve and work on in their lives. They just decide to do it in a different way. And, and that's the whole thing. Sometimes people seek help, which is a great thing. Sometimes they don't. But mental health as a whole, I think it has, I, I, it, it's, it's, kind of, it, it's kind of morphed a little bit. There's a lot more focus put on it. And I'm going to say from the professional side, being a professional therapist, dealing with insurance companies and clients and um, all of the things that go into that, there, there's, there's a lot of talk. And a lot of support verbally, uh -huh. but in reality, not much is access is still an issue. Access really? to mental health is still an issue. To I'll, mental I'll, health, I'll give you an example. Mental health resources or services, resources, service therapists, and I'll give you a good example. So we we own my clinic is is in in, in Taylor, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. In our area, which they call the Down River area, there are numerous other mental health clinics. I had another name for it, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Taylor Taylor Tucky. Taylor Tucky, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Taylor Tucky, yeah, yeah, of course. So there are several other outpatient clinics in our in our general area in that in Down River. Most of them have stopped taking Medicare. Medi stopped. Stopped. What, but we, we are one of the few clinics in our area that accepts sponsored Medicaid plans. Now, I'm going to explain that because this is part of the mental health part a, questions part B, and answers. Part, part C? Nope, that's Medicare. Okay. So Medicaid is, is, a, is a government service that provides insurance to people who are below a certain income level threshold. Okay. Uh, would, would probably be considered poverty level or even maybe... Maybe just above that. And the income level is below a certain dollar amount. You yes. say threshold is and, below and, a certain dollar And I amount. could tell you th the threshold right now offhand, but you know, I'm going to say probably under 30000 a year, okay. something something right like that. But but don't take my word on that. Okay. So Medicaid offers these sponsored plans. Companies come in and they, they offer Medicaid. Companies such as Molina Healthcare, mm -hmm. uh, Meridian Health Plan, um, Priority Health, uh, Value Options, Beacon Health Options. These are companies that provide these sponsored Medicaid plans to clients. Okay. Here's the problem. They can reimburse, and, I, and I'm going to give you a comparison here, and this is going to go into the why we're talking about mental health, and, and I'm going to answer some questions. On average, most of these sponsored plans will reimburse anywhere from $52 
up to $81 per session. Okay, and how much is a session? A session cash is 175. And credit? <laughs> Paying cash, it would be 175. Okay. Yeah, that's the cost. But you say because there's two different avenues there. You've got if you pay in cash, it's this. Are there are there different No, they're not tiers. No, okay. That's what no, I was no, getting it's, to. It's it's a straight so here's the thing, and some people will ask, and here's a question. I'll lead into the first question. How much does mental health cost if you don't have insurance? Well, for a session that's hundred and This is a question. In our clinic, it's a straight fee of one seventy five. An intake session costs two hundred and twenty. Intake is different from... Yes, an intake is the first session where you come in, fill out all your initial paperwork, get assigned a therapist, talk to them. Well, you're, you're assigned to them before you come in, but this is your first meeting with a therapist. It's like an RSS feed in a podcast. Yeah, kind of. It costs a couple bucks to set yes, that up. Yes, to set up, to yeah. get ready, because there's a lot of evaluation, a lot of paperwork. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Again, because of insurance companies, we have to develop a diagnosis that first session. Right, and and I'll get into that when we answer some other questions. So, how I, much I, can how much does it cost? Is what we're kind of, we're getting to here. I know it's a long story, long way to get there. And but. And, and I have I have a follow up question yep. as far as resources and services. Absolutely, go on. So, it costs you to cash if you're going to pay cash and you don't have insurance two hundred and twenty to one hundred and seventy five per session. Medicaid sponsored plans, some of them only pay fifty one bucks to us as clinicians. Okay. Which means me as a clinic, I own a clinic. I have therapists that work for me. They get a percentage of what we bring in. They get a percentage of the $51. A percentage of the 51. So even think think if they're getting 50%, they're making $26 an hour right. for a master's level clinician. And I'm taking as a as the owner of a clinic twenty six dollars for that session. So you need to employ a hundred. I mean, <laughs> but so see, that's people. that's that is the problem, yeah. and that's what's why I'm saying back to the original point that mental health that there's a lot of talk about it, but things are being done to make it less feasible for people to get help. Because here's what will happen, and and it's already happened. I'm in several professional groups on Facebook who are therapists or clinic owners. Most, many, I shouldn't say most, many clinics and, and clinicians have just stopped taking Medicaid because of that reason, right. which limits people's access more than it already is limited. That's wild. Yeah. And, and, and that's unfortunate. It is. It is. Because so, this government or this company or the sponsored plans don't want to pay the commensurate amount. Now, let me tell you, let me give you an example of the other, the other way to tell you how low that is. Now, for some of you, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sound pompous or arrogant to mm. some of you people out there. 26 bucks an hour for many of you would be it'd a be lot li- of money. It'd be life changing. It would yeah. be. Yeah. So, so I'm not downing that. I'm just saying as clinicians and as therapists, you know, we have spent between undergrad and grad school, thousands and thousands of dollars in probably anywhere between six to 10 years in school. Well, you're talking hundreds of thousands. Well, the, yeah, total. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, so, and, 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 I, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm not ashamed of it. We deserve to make a good living. And a lot of people will balk at that and say, well, oh, it's all about the money. It's not, but oh. We're professionals, just like doctors are professionals, just like lawyers are professionals. But you are providing- We get paid for our services. Correct. And you should be compensated as the like of providing said service. Absolutely. 
but to be pigeonholed, for lack of mm-hmm. a better term, to be pigeonholed into a corner to to accept to. All right. So as a, as a owner of a clinic, yes, and you are being pigeonholed into do I or don't I? Yes, absolutely. Right? And you have chosen to continue to accept, right? For now. For now. Yep. Other folks that have decided to not. Yes. What has happened to their practices? Well, they have done. It depends. I, I'm assuming most of them have done okay as long as that that specific plan is not 90% of their business. See, and they, could you have with anything you have to diversify? Absolutely, right? So yep. we accept, we don't, we don't, we will. Yep. Maybe it's a, it's tough. It's a very yep. tough gambit to work through. But and, and here's the thing, because okay, that's one sponsored plan, and I'm going to say the name Meridian Health Plan because if you're listening, this is what's happening out there. Okay. People are stop. They're they're going to stop taking your insurance because you don't pay enough. Mer- they'll stop taking Meridian. Yes, Meridian Health Plan, which is a sponsored Medicaid. Plan. That's unfortunate yes. for Meridian. Yes, for them. And and I know there. I've I've been on on forums. I've been in other groups discussing this, and I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if it's just. But but here's the thing: you're you're going to price yourself right out of being even accepted. That's what they're going to do. Now let me give you the other end: some Blue Cross plans will pay 160 a session like uh anthem yeah i mean there there are hundreds of different types of blue cross plans it's such a big company mm-hmm. it depends on who you work for what their coverage is what the reimbursement schedule is what level of that service that you do pay for through your employer right or exactly through, yeah, yeah yeah but some blue cross plans so look at the difference for the same amount of time for a 55 minute session 50 55 minute session I can make $51 or $160. Sure. And that's where the problem comes in as far as what does therapy cost? It's anywhere it's in between anywhere. those those amounts. And and honestly, Dave, I consider myself a, a little bit lucky because when I had to take advantage of some services mm-hmm. and my employer at the time, I had good coverage. Yeah. And six of my sessions were 100% covered. Beautiful. Right. But then after that, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. you know, it was more of a, okay, we'll pay only a part of it. Right. And then the rest was out of pocket for me. Right. But those six sessions were tremendous. Yes. And and so well used, if you will. Yep. To the point where I didn't feel I had to continue. Right. Until I had to go back because it was once a month. It's six months in a row. Right. Right. It was once a month. And now I go back six months later. Hey, how you been? Right. Okay. Right. Start my six visits over again. Uh So it's how the patient can work the system. Yeah. And absolutely. And some patients have to come every week. Some can come once a month. It just depends on what you're dealing with and what you need help with. Got it. My whole point on that is how much does it cost? There's no answer for that. Mm -mm. It. It depends on your insurance coverage, if you have a deductible, if you have a copay, if you're paying cash. Depends on Medicaid. It, it depends on, yeah, it depends on what insurance con- coverage you have. So so that's the problem. Um, so and, so, and so that's, that's, that, that's the whole cost breakdown of, of how mental health and how therapy works. Okay. It, it, it costs money. Yes. It costs it, money. It, it, it does. Costs, it costs money to run a business and have an office and have overhead and have phone services and internet and pay people. And at the, it's a business just like but anything at else. The, at the end of the day, the most important part of that whole scenario is the patient. Absolutely. 
And that's what I think that and that, that they these, get these companies, access to care, right? Yes, it's the, and it's how that patient is taken care of, mm-hmm. and the resources that they have access to yes. after the fact. It's it, now imagine it's, imagine being Klein, and I'm going to hit this point. And we're going to move on. Okay, I'm gonna, go on. I'm going to kick Meridian in the nuts as much as I can. And again, I hope they're listening <laughs> because what's going to happen with them is. I could tomorrow say we're not taking Meridian anymore. What's that? And and then now we have to cut. And, and I'm making a guess. I haven't I haven't looked at this at, at our data. Mm-hmm. We might have to cut loose a hundred clients. See, and out of a hundred and two, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now. Most of the other places in our area don't take Medicaid anymore. And where, where are the, they going to get services? Where are these people going to go? Right. And this is not, and, and I, know, I know that sounds, that sounds terrible, but at the same time, we're, we're not a free clinic. We, gonna, we, we can't, we can't right. just give services away. There, there are places that can do that, but we're not one of them. They're going to end up in a back alley therapist with yes. a poster on his wall that says, <laughs> hang in there with the cat hanging from it. Uh, what happened? Yeah. But it but it's so so important that when you go and seek out a clinic, you mm-hmm. have to understand exactly what they do accept. Yep. And what they're going to provide back to you. Right. And the ongoing resources and services. Mm-hmm. Because you might treat a patient, but they you feel they might need more. And that's where I'm coming to these resources. Right. What other resources do you, as the owner of the clinic, have for your patients that they can get into? Maybe it may cost a couple of dollars through their insurance plan, or what other free things is out there for them? Ooh, free. That's a tough one. I, I And I have to ask that, because that everybody's looking I get for it. it. Now, th- there may be some... Co- so so there, there are some clinics that are considered what I call... And this is a general term, so don't don't bust me up for this. Like a community care type clinic, people that have community service programs like substance abuse and home visits and things like that. Short of going so, to a shelter or whatever. Yes, you, right? and, and and there there are a couple of there there are a couple I can just give in this area, and you can look in your own area. Uh, there's a there's a service called Community Cares. They they're they're a government agency that does home outreach and deals with medication management okay. deals with other things. It's, it's a little bit more in depth than what an outpatient therapist would do. And I do want your listeners to understand, we're not talking about just adults. We're talking about oh, no. kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're talking about children and, at any uh, age. Yes, absolutely. Through all this as right. well. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So, so yeah, the, the, there are services available. The problem is, again, where do you find them? And that's what people ask. And, and because... You know, I'm talking about one area in this whole country or the whole world, even it's different everywhere. Now you, that, 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 and that again, now the burden is on the client to have to do all this research to find help from somewhere. And that, that, and that that's and, where the challenge comes. And that's in. the challenge. Yes, ab- is absolutely. Say somebody doesn't have access to internet. How are they going to find a place? And again, that's not uncommon either. If you don't have an internet connection, how do you find these resources and these services? Uh, there's a few companies out there just that I know of in Michigan. Yep. And one of them specifically that I'm, that's near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. is Easter Seals. Yes. Yep. They're, they're not just a Michigan. They are a, no, they're, they're a national, national company. Yep. And mm-hmm. they've got, you know, they've got clinicians throughout every single state. Yep. And they, they will bring you in. And they will help you to understand and maybe diagnose you and then get you into the resources that you need to be in Absolutely. to help you. Not just you, but if it's for your child. Right. You know, I, I've heard cases as young as 
three and four years old. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Right. But the resources are there. But to be able to tap into. Yes, that finding them is the difficulty. Right. And, and that is the challenge. It really is. Um, so that's we've answered one question, folks. <laughs> How much does therapy cost? <laughs> and just to give you an overview of mental health. So we're going to be back. We're going to our next oh, episode. Okay. We're going to get into some more questions. We've hit the money thing. I've kicked Meridian as hard as I could. But you'll kick Meridian him, you'll Health kick Plan. Get your shit together. That's what I can say. Right. And I can say it because I, I, I'm providing, I provide services for you. Help us. Yeah. Help your clients. All right. <laughs> so we're going to be back and answering more mental health Q&A. And I have some interesting stuff here, too, as far as uh, just to kind of tease us a little bit. Um, there's a couple of things as far as... Um, Wow, we have a lot to go through. No, I know, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> We're talking about, do you need medication? Um, just come back, because there, there's one that I'm specifically looking forward to, and I can't find it in my notes at the moment. I almost want to skip winter of the week for this next episode. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. So, yeah, come back for mental health Q&A, part two. In the meantime, folks, oh, wait, you know, before we go, we got to oh, give our, right there, I got to find right my dog, our, our Detroit Dog Rescue our rescue this week is Maxie. That's a hound mix. She's female, I can medium all, size. I can hear the bark. Dog friendly, kid friendly, medium activity level. And there is Maxie. That she see you say hound mix? Yeah, it's, I, a, it's I, a hound mix. You had a different I, picture in your I, mind, didn't you? I have a I have I'm looking at the picture of Maxie. Yeah. I see Pitbull and Beagle. Oh, yeah, okay. I see I see the beagle in the ears and the tail. Yep. That's where that, and then I see Pitbull everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's it, but if look at the snout though, it's a little bit longer, a little bit longer or narrower than a pit bull. A little shepherdish, yeah. yes, yeah. It looks like you a little get that, like the town mix, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she's a yeah. There's Maxie. She needs a home. Check it out at Detroit Dog Rescue. Thank you for that. All right, folks. Those of you on Facebook Live, stick around. We're coming right back. Those listening to audio, skip ahead to the next episode or wait till the next month, Tuesday or Thursday. It will be there. And again, if you subscribe, it'll just hit your your device automatically. Do that. Save you some trouble. There you go. In the meantime, folks, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time.